Remember, we are the dream awakening to itself. Aloha, dreamers, shifters, multidimensional friends across this holographic matrix. Thank you so much for tuning in live to another very exciting inspirational educational episode of Paradigm Shift Dream Class presented live here through ParadigmShiftCentral.com, a real-world interactive game to be able to help assist with the shift in consciousness. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here once again. This is going to be another awesome opportunity for us to be able to come together as community to be able to learn, share, and grow together. So for everybody who is here with us in the YouTube and for those of you even on Facebook, uh, we got a we got a few broadcasts happening kind of multiple across multiple uh, watch parties, quote unquote, across Facebook. So if you're if you're watching this across Facebook, uh, just know we may not always see your comments, but we know that you're with us. So thank you for tuning in wherever you are and whenever you are. For those of you on uh, YouTube, please feel free to just drop some 1111s. Let us know that you guys can hear us okay and let us know that you are here with us. And again, let's get right into this. I am joined by some fellow shifters, fellow dreamers, fellow fellow explorers of these multidimensional realms to be able to take part in this discussion as a team. We have Brian and we have Tyler, aka Vibe Shaman and aka Panda joining us here tonight. So Tyler and Brian, I'm going to gently unmute your guys and you guys can just go ahead and make some noise and send some love to all the people who are here with us today. So I'm just going to pull up your guys' microphone like that and go ahead, go ahead, make, make some noise, everybody. Aloha, welcome everyone. Woof, woof, woof. Welcome, welcome. Aloha, everyone. Wolf tribe. Wolf tribe. Yeah. Go team shift. Cool. Shifting. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for being here. And again, what we're going to do, I'll just give you a quick introduction in terms of what to be able to expect from this broadcast. Obviously, every time that we do these broadcasts, we got new people tuning in from all across the world. How cool is that? And we got people on YouTube. Like I said, we got people on Facebook. And we got people watching this in the future. Whoa, mind blown. And of course, you can find all the recordings at ParadigmShiftCentral.com and also on iTunes under Paradigm Shift Radio. Be sure to subscribe. Paradigm Shift Dream Class, we've done over, this is our 24th episode of Paradigm Shift Dream Class. And for those of you who are a little bit new to the project, Paradigm Shift Central, we have multiple broadcasts that we do throughout the month, every single Thursday, rotating between Team Roundtables, Dream Class, and the new podcast that we have launched called Leading the Shift. So if you haven't yet, be sure to go back and check out some of those episodes. So in terms of what Dream Class is about, this is a chance for us to really be able to dive deep into the very specific topic of, you guessed it, dreams. Dreaming, lucid dreaming, practical tips, stories, experiences, ideas, theories, questions. This is all just about practice. Dreams are one of my favorite personal topics within the the realms of metaphysics and consciousness. And I've always felt that by being able to create space, by being able to create the, 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 the intentional container to be able to talk about dreams, it really gives us an opportunity to not only be able to share and document powerful experiences that are happening across like multiple realms, but also just to be able to open ourselves up to be able to help piece this story together, to be able to help unfold more of the mystery. And especially for people who may be new to a lot of this shifty stuff, as we call it, dreams can be a great portal for them to help to, to for them to be able to get, begin to understand 
that they are more than their physical body. I remember back when, when I was really getting into this stuff and, you know, like someone who was doing a presentation at our first paradigm shift meeting way back when we started just as a club in my college, like straight up, you know, they just got right to the point and they were just like, you are a multidimensional being that exists across multiple realms. And I was just like, okay, like I'm listening. Right. So for people, since the fact that we all dream, dreams are definitely something that we can all talk about. It's something that we all have in common. They are a key to a bigger mystery. And so we're going to be exploring that here tonight on Dream Class. And of course, for those of you who are commenting on the YouTube, uh, we'll definitely be able to incorporate some of your thoughts into the broadcast as well. For anybody who's watching this on Facebook, take a look at the notes in the information and jump over to YouTube, jump in the live chat there, and that way we'll be able to engage with your comments uh, more more directly opposed to uh, not always being able to see them on Facebook. But again, thank you to tuning in uh, wherever you are. Quick, just overview before we move right into this. ParadigmShiftCentral.com is a real-world interactive game to be able to help assist with the shift in consciousness. It's about building a global team of shifters and paradigm shift communities. And we create these broadcasts to inspire you, to be able to come together as a team, to be able to help motivate people on their path of being able to help make a difference in this world, of being able to help work on themselves, to level themselves up within the game. That's how you play. And then by taking that into real-world action, by continuously planting those seeds by holding conversation by asking your friends hey have you ever heard about lucid dreaming oh yeah let's go out for coffee sometime and maybe we can talk a little bit more about it so shout out to everybody out there who is shifting the paradigms in all of the amazing ways that you do and as always please feel free to just smash that like button share this video use these broadcasts as a way to be able to help use it as a tool excuse me, use it as a tool to share with your friends. Just be like, hey, check out these broadcasts. And again, we got plenty plenty in the past archive for you to check out as well. So moving around into the, into the discussion, one of the things that we always start off with is, you know, like why, what brings us to dream class? And why is the topic of dreams something that is important to you? Something that is important to the people here within the circle. So for myself, I'll just, uh, I'll just say it real quick and then we'll pass it over to Panda. For myself, and I kind of already summarized this, I feel that, I feel, let's see, how do I want to dial this down? One of the things that I usually talk about is that dreams can be a very, very powerful pathway to be able to understand the potential that we have within this reality. When we really understand what dreams are, we actually begin to understand that this physical dimension is an extension of the dream space, meaning in the same way that you can create within the dreams through the power of intention and through the power of your mind, it works the same way here too. And that's a very, very, very exciting idea because it's a very empowering idea. So for me, the reason why these discussions are important and the reason why I'm here as part of dream class is because we literally are dreamers awakening within the dream. And more so than that, we are learning how to become better dreamers. So that's just part of the reason why I feel that studying our dreams is important. I feel it is our duty as cosmic citizens. I feel it is our birthright. I feel that... It is a way to be able to connect us with our higher selves. It is a way to be able to commune beyond space and time, to be able to communicate with past loved ones, be able to talk to the future, to be able to talk to aliens. What, what? Shout out to all the aliens who are making contact with us in our dream space. We'll probably talk a little bit about that during this broadcast. And again, it is something that really, I think, I think I'll just say this and I'll pass the talking stick. One of the very powerful things with dreams is that everybody's going to have a different 
kind of baseline with dreams. Some people are going to remember their dreams a lot. Some people are going to have a hard time remembering their dreams. But one way or another, if we want to get deeper into what the dreams have to offer, if we really want to say to the universe, hey, I'm ready to show up, I'm holding my cup and I'm ready to receive, then it's going to direct us towards a path of developing more discipline and more vigilance and more consistency. And so engaging with our dreams goes hand in hand with the momentum that we're creating across our entire life. And we'll talk about this within the Paradigm to Central Project. You know, this is why we're we're waking up every morning and do the Waking Up with Wolf broadcast at 9 a.m. on Monday to Friday. And we're working on our chakras. And this is why, you know, we're paying attention to like just getting good sleep and exercising and just engaging with nature and healthy habits. And also even just becoming more aware of like our cannabis use. And that's something we'll talk about even within this broadcast as well. So if you really want to be able to get what dreams have to offer, you got to be willing to make some commitments and make some quote unquote sacrifices and really kind of really kind of buckle in and, and get serious about showing up not just for yourself but as a cosmic citizen and when you really send out that intention the universe and this is something that i that again we could talk more about the universe will give you what you're ready to receive so if you're just like man i don't, I don't really care about my dreams then the universe is just going to be like okay we're not going to send you awesome stuff but if you're just like, hey, universe, I'm paying attention to the, my dreams, I'm studying metaphysics, I'm reading old books, I'm practicing things on a regular basis, then the universe will acknowledge this. From a, and this is where it gets like super meta, right? From a higher dimensional level and be like, hey, this person's showing up. This person's ready to receive. Let's send them an experience. And this is like, again, kind of opening up the door where like our dreams curated. Is there like a higher part of ourselves that is actually curating dreams a lot of people just talk about the dreams that that as if they're just like a byproduct of our, of our subconscious. But I mean, straight up, I think in a real way, dreams are actually being curated by a higher dimensional aspect of ourself. And this is where you kind of get into the whole like aliens theory and everything like that. So aliens, higher dimensions, all of that cool stuff. We'll, we'll get there. So let's open up. Uh, let's open up that gate. Let's dive deeper and let's see where this rabbit hole takes us. So Brian, AKA Panda passing the talking stick over to you, go ahead and just briefly introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what brings you to dream class and why the, the practice of dreams and studying dreams is something you are passionate about and something that you think is important. So when you're ready, go right ahead, dude. Welcome and thank you for being here. Cool, cool. Oh, thank you for having me, man. It's great to be part of this and 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 share this with people. Uh, I'm Brian, uh, aka Panda, aka Cindy Panda. Um, been doing Qigong meditation for uh, many many years, which which helps tie into uh, to all that. I mean, because your balance is is, is where it's at, and as uh, uh, Brendan said it, it it's it's messages it's your higher self talking to you so dreams are so incredibly powerful uh, for what we need uh, and if we're not paying attention to our dreams we're not paying attention to anything I mean if you look at just meditation in itself and how powerful it is and how many people praise meditation it, dreams are you, you meditate kind of every night when you sleep that's a form of meditation so your dreams that's your subconscious coming out and telling you things it's communicating to you um showing you answers i mean that that's one of the great things is, is if you have questions for things you can always turn to your dreams 
Oh, looks like uh, looks like there might have been a little bit of a glitch there. I think uh, we might have lost Brian's signal there, so we'll be able to Two check. Oh, tones. there we go. Okay. Um, go ahead, Brian. Keep going. Where? Okay. <laughs> where? Where it's all at, you know? And um, I wanted to be part of this dream group because I want to one further my dream experience, learn different ways to enhance and connect to my dreams, um, and share some of my experiences, share what dreams mean, what dreams mean to me, um, and just hear some other uh, awesome stories, awesome dreams from some some good people here. Um, you know, there's so much that we have and so much available to us. Um, the good thing about dreams is dreams are in a way they're unaltered. Uh, they're when you're, when you're awake, you and, and moving around, you have so many things that can taint your, your perception, can taint your reality. Um, when you're in a dream state, it is just pure connected to your higher self. You are right there directly connected to your higher self. So you have an open avenue without bastardization, without any um, influence, without any outside influence, because, you know, everybody sees with your, your two main eyes, but that can be so um, corrupted in a way. It's so easy to manipulate sight and, and sound. Uh, but when you're in your dream state, you're, you're, you're pure third eye. You're, you're purely into your pineal gland, into that, that crown and, and brow chakra, and you are experiencing something that, that's ethereal um, and something that's this next level. And you, you have to journal that. That is the best way. And that's some of the best ways I find is you start journaling and it's hard because I know I hear so many times people are like, man, I had an awesome dream. But within five seconds, uh, it was gone. I see memes about it all the time. You see it all over the place. And that's why it's so important to have that journal by your side uh, that you can write on. I mean, if nothing else, you got your smartphones. Your smartphones all have color notes or, or different notes. You grab your phone and just boom. That's what I do. I have a, a color note tab set up. I open that up and I'm like, okay, I got to get that in. Because if you don't get it in right then, you're going to get influenced with other things. Other things are going to take shape and take over where you're at and um, kind of overwhelm you. And then you're going to forget and you're going to miss that message that's there. Um, especially pay attention to repeated dreams, repeated messages, because that's really, as you said, somebody at a higher level of consciousness, somebody at a higher level of existence, trying to give you a message, trying to help you along your way. And if you ignore that, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna move on to the next, and you you may miss out on something even bigger. Awesome. Let me just get that there. Sweet. Oh, wait, there we go. Okay, cool. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Beautiful, beautiful introduction there. And absolutely, again, you know, like getting getting right into the practical tips. Yeah, like for anybody here, definitely. If if 
and, and we always have to assume that there are going to be people tuned into this broadcast who maybe you know maybe entirely new to this journey so getting those obvious practical tips such as like literally having a dream journal is literally is a great place to be able to start and we have to kind of think about our relationships as dreams as uh, as an exercise almost like weight training and that's where you're gonna start off with dream journaling and you may find that you might only get like one word or two word but you remain consistent with it and the details begin to flesh them out and especially like when you wake up in the morning again like simple tip when you wake up in the morning take time to like really just lay there in bed because the more you move the more it's going to kind of disconnect you from your your waking memory and your dream memory so you really kind of have to sit still and a big part of that is because like once you get up and move it's like your your astral body becomes like fully fully connected with your physical body it just kind of like your your full attention just kind of shifts right into your physical body but the more you kind of lay there still you know in the same way stillness yields results when you're meditating when you're meditating you're kind of accessing those higher states it's that stillness we have to think that like this connection to the these higher dimensional realms is very very like fragile it's very fragile and so keeping as still as possible when you wake up and just gently kind of reaching over and even just taking like five to ten minutes to try and remember your dreams in retrospect even just kind of like sit there allow allow just kind of like the the thoughts to kind of continue to flow through you and then you just move into the process where you're writing them down so that's where sometimes uh, again even even with playing with playing with different various styles of note taking and journaling for some people it's going to be writing in a book for some people it's going to be audio logs for some people it's going to be video logs and even of course like just like typing it into your phone as well so there's definitely a lot of different ways to be able to play with it and yeah we'll definitely get more into that as we go so brian thank you for being here and i know uh throughout this broadcast we'll also be able to share some stories as well so definitely stay tuned for that and um thank you brian again and with that said, we'll pass it over oh. to Tyler if Tyler is there. I know he's kind of here and there. So Tyler, if you're there, go ahead and gently unmute your microphone and we'll pass the talking stick over to you. Tyler, you're with us? Hello, everybody. Yes, I awesome. am very much so here and there. <laughs> <laughs> very much so, very much so. Much like how those beings are coming to us in our dreams, I am just doing the same thing. I'm going to them. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. But my name is Tyler, everybody. Um, me personally, I have been getting the opposite side and experiencing what it's like to, you know, miss out on some dreams. So lately I've been trying to get my stuff together and it's really just about putting that, uh, putting down that piece and just meditating into what you want to see and not even so much what you want to see. It's what you need to see that you should be asking for. And, uh, that's what I've been trying to do. And I've gotten little bits and pieces. It's coming back. And when you literally say, like, put down the piece, like, you're literally referring to, like, working with cannabis within that duration. Exactly, exactly. Mm. So even from from your own experience, because I know we kind of talked about this uh, beforehand within, like, the Paradigm Shift core team within a private chat. Um, yeah, you, you were literally just saying, you know, and that's is where... Yeah, for myself and for everybody else on the team, we're really creating the space of shared accountability. And that's where like, even I was putting out that signal where I was just like for everybody here, like, Hey, you know, dream class is coming up. I've been really working on just like cultivating more momentum throughout the week and also focusing more on my dreams. A big part of that has been like saving cannabis for the weekend. And then you were just like, yo, I'm going to do that too. And then it was literally within like 24 hours that you had like a fairly vivid dream recall. Is that right? 
That is very true. It was literally the next day. And uh, what's funny is that, you know, I'm a big believer in that we do dream. It's all about the recall, right? So I feel like I've been on this journey because when I when I dreamt what I dreamt, so basically I'm like soaring through the cosmos, if you will. And I'm like looking into the tesseract of what we're in technically. Um, and I'm I'm getting pieces of different versions of myself throughout the macrocosm of the multiverse you know if you want to put it that way that's at least my understanding Mm -hmm. there we go kind of just lost Tyler's signal there but that's okay uh side note for anybody watching this even those of you in the future uh you'll notice that sometimes like the signal might kind of like drop and stuff like that i apologize that really is kind of like beyond our control until we fully upgrade to a brand new computer rig uh so if you're like listening to this and you kind of notice like there's like a gap in the audio just use that as an invitation for you to be able to practice your psychic abilities that's basically why that's there in the meantime so let me just kind of check here and make sure that things are not exactly sure if the google hangout might be actually glitching out here entirely so we're just going to give this half a second and Brian, if you're there, maybe if you can just do a quick sound check for me before we jump back into this. But what I did want to do is also read some of the comments also within the YouTube chat. So for those of you in the YouTube chat, if you can just drop me an 11:11 to make sure that you guys can still hear me. Okay. Uh, we will be able to confirm that, but yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I think it was just like a little bit of a glitch. I can't even like switch the camera right now. So uh, moving forward though, I did just want to be able to uh, just kind of like reference some of the comments that are coming through in the live chat. And Kayla was just actually asking, uh, you know, good to know, can we can we smoke at all? Like, so you can't smoke at all is basically her question. And again, I think with anything, it is just being aware of how it does affect you. And so in terms of smoking, oh, there we go. Okay, now all the messages are coming through. Oh, my goodness. Sorry about that. Okay, Welcome sorry. Back. Quick, quick, quick sound check. Yeah, I was still broadcasting and then we kind of like slipped out out of dimensions there for a second. Can you guys hear me now? Okay. Are we back? Yeah, yeah we got you now. Okay, cool. Welcome. We couldn't hear you for a second. It was just me. So now we're all back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, I wanted to be able to pass it back over to you. And again, just kind of let's just kind of finish the conversation that we were having on in terms of like regulating smoking and stuff like that. From my own experience, it is something where literally within a 24 hour period, uh, I noticed that I have better dream recall. And I'm just going to share a quick theory uh, about that and a general theory about like cannabis uh, as a whole. I feel that, you know, with with cannabis and and this may be a new idea for someone, but it may actually be very practical to being able to understand uh, what's actually happening here. With cannabis, I feel that like when we're smoking cannabis, uh, one way you can think of it is that it's like literally opening up the chakras. Like when you say this idea, like, oh, I feel high, like it's literally this idea, like you're opening up your senses. And then when you do that at the same time, it's like you're you're using like a certain amount of bandwidth of energetic bandwidth that takes a while to be able to recover. And so if you're kind of like using that by smoking cannabis and you're kind of like opening this part of yourself up, you're kind of opening your senses, opening your chakras, if you want to use that way of explaining it. And then you go to sleep at night, that energy has already been relatively exhausted. And that energy is an energy that will kind of begin to like refresh regularly within like 24 hour period. And it may even refresh quicker just depending on your overall vitality and everything like that. So it's just a just a one simple idea of kind of understanding, you know, like why do dreams like why do we notice that when we smoke weed that sometimes we aren't able to remember our dreams? And and I feel that, yeah, it's just because it like it changes like the 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 
damn, yeah, it is kind of hard to explain. But again, us talking about this is, is practice of trying to explain these things that aren't just like super simple all the time. But yeah, you can think of it as like, it takes, uh, it, it kind of exhausts our spiritual energy and we need that to be able to really hone in, to be able to get that additional access to those parts of ourselves. Again, I, I know that's like not the best way to explain it, but we're trying here. Okay, uh, and uh, I'll pass it over to whoever wants to jump in. Uh, Brian, Tyler, if one of you guys wanted to jump in just quickly on the note related to cannabis, just so again, our listeners can get not only some insight, but also just be like, huh, maybe I should, maybe I should pay more attention to that. So uh, Brian, did you want to jump definitely. in? Go ahead. Yeah, definitely. Um, Kind of expand. We had we were a little bit on it when you when you dropped, but um, okay. and everyone was kind of asking, "Well, do you don't smoke at all?" Or, or no, it's it's basically controlling your your smoke and not letting it control you. And to elaborate on what you said, like when you you smoke it, you're opening up your chakras. You do these different things that it does connect you spiritually, but then you're also losing that ability to do that yourself because you become reliant on this cannabis to do that. So you need to be able to do that on your own and not utilize cannabis to reach those altered states. You know, conscious breathing is, is huge uh, in order to do that. Meditation is huge and able to do that. With, with conscious breathing meditation, you can achieve even higher levels than you would with cannabis. So it, it's, it's regulation, it's control of it. And, and knowing that it, it's, it's this sacred herb that should be respected and instead of abused. And that's where the problem is. A lot of people that smoke cannabis is like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, I'm smoking day, every day, all day. And, and you become out of sync with yourself because you, you are in a constant state of dream. And so then when you go to sleep and go to dream, you don't, you're not there. You've, you've exhausted your energy, as you said. Word, word, word. Cool. Okay. Thanks, Brian. All right. Uh, Tyler, real quick on this, and then we'll, we'll definitely uh, move into some other topics here. But yeah, just kind of like hitting it home so people got something to take with them. So go ahead, Tyler. Yeah, <clears throat> I totally agree with Brian, what he just said, you know, um, it is a very sacred plant. It needs to be looked at as kind of a teacher, you know, um, if you're comparing the plant with something like ayahuasca, which I'm fortunate enough to be able to do that. Um, you want to look at it as like an 80-20, as in, uh, so for ayahuasca, you would be like 80% under, you know, the influence of that medicine and 20%, you know, in the driver's seat versus marijuana being the opposite, which is why you can pretty much, you know, it's so easily abused, if you will. You know, you can drive down the road with it. You can go to sleep with it if you want. It does help insomnia. Um, so I like looking at it that way as like when I smoke, I have 80% of the wheel you know, and it's a 20% whisper that yes, it does activate those chakras. And uh, it just makes so much more sense to me. Now, this is like a new concept that, you know, it kind of takes your bandwidth, you know, so it's pretty cool to think of it that way. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, just uh, that concept in itself just helped me understand it a little bit more. So yeah, cool. Okay, so let's move into some other topics related to dreaming and also, again, any sort of stories that, that we want to talk about within our, our dream experiences. 
I actually just want to be able to uh, quickly share um, one story that was actually, uh, I, I literally had in a conversation earlier today with our friend Chima, who is going to be in future broadcasts, but he had to he had to bounce, so he didn't get a chance to join today. But me and him were in a one-on-one -on -one call, and I'm just going to kind of share with you something really cool. So when we share these dream stories, again, there's, there's kind of multiple intentions to this. Like, not only does it help us practice, like, you know, explaining the ineffable sometimes, but it's also a way for us to be able to, like, document on a multidimensional level what's happening, you know? like how many how much seriously you know we, we think about we move through our day and we're keeping track of things and we're able to acknowledge that but how much across all of us across all of our individual experiences is happening on these multi-dimensional realms that if we're not recording it if we're not sharing it it just kind of like happens without us really integrating it and so one of the things that's really cool is that when we share dream experiences it also helps paint a picture of what's possible and it helps plant the seed for other people to be able to be like whoa okay like I'm going to I'm going to keep that in mind and maybe next time I'm in my dream or if I'm lucid I'm actually going to try that you know maybe maybe that will actually like lead me to a deeper experience within within my own dream space and uh, even after this, you know, like we'll also, uh, again, any point where we're practicing at practical tips, that's always key. We can even just do a quick recap on like what is lucid dreaming, uh, even just talk a little bit about what is uh, astral projection. And for anybody in the YouTube comments, uh, please feel free to leave your comments. And I'm going to take uh, like after this, I'm going to go back and just kind of like read some of the comments here. And if anybody does have any questions that they would like to see us explore on air during the broadcast, please feel free to drop those as well. So just going into sharing uh, Chima's story uh, real quick, it was super, super, super fascinating. And I'd never really heard something quite like this before. And uh, I presume you guys can still hear me again. I know like the video is kind of glitching out and stuff like that, but that's okay. So um, basically Chima was talking about this experience where he was uh, thinking about like, he like manifested like a castle for himself. It was like an estate. It was like a mansion. I'm just going to share the short version of it, obviously. But one of the things that was very interesting is that he was in this this one part of his dream and he was starting to become lucid. He was starting to become aware of the fact that he was dreaming. And then he basically closed his eyes and teleported to another part, like a, a whole different dream, in fact. And what he did, he said he teleported to like somewhere that felt like Africa and there were um, elephants there. And then what he actually did is he actually like walked up to the elephants and he touched them. And then he basically like teleported them back to his first dream so he kind of like this is what i was talking to him it's almost like he within an editing software it's like he like control x control v like copied and paste cut and paste an object from one part of his dream into another part of his dream and then he did this again and then he like went to another place and there were like these really cool trees that he saw and so he like went up and he touched them and then like with his conscious will he like grabbed that tree from from a whole different part of his dream and then like teleported back to his estate, to his mansion place, and like plop them down. And he was kind of like constructing things in a very video game-esque pattern. So I, I just thought that was like a really, really cool thing that I had never really heard before. Someone literally like copying and pasting an element from one part of a dream into another part of a dream. And I think it's really interesting just with dreams in general, how in a lot of ways, uh, you know, as we start getting deeper into them, we're just like, my goodness, this sounds so much like a video game. This sounds like so much like what we can do in video games. Like for anybody who grew up playing video games, I'm sure we all did that where, you know, we would like access like the, uh, there was a code, it was called no clip. And, and when you type this in, you could like fly through walls, you could fly through buildings. And again, within like video games, you like enter into the console and you can like load up any level. You can like gain all weapons. You can get invincibility, any of these little things. So it's interesting when we talk about lucid dreaming, when we just kind of bring in the excitement of thinking 
thinking about it uh, from that kind of video game-esque perspective, but also the idea that when we're becoming lucid in a dream, it's like we're accessing the console commands for the dream space. And this can get like really, really deep because it's like, my goodness, how many console commands are there? You know, like what what is there that we can actually like fully tap into? So uh, that's, again, just something that I find incredibly fascinating. So we'll pass the talking stick uh, around. I'll share one dream story afterwards. And um, Brian, did you want to share a little bit about your dream story that you had earlier in the week, if you would like to do that? Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's, all that's right, cool. cool. Go, go for it. Uh, all right. Um, it was a pretty cool dream because it started out it, where, you know, I wasn't lucid at first and I was just kind of standing there and I noticed this huge tree um, and it had fallen over. And roots were out everywhere, reaching out to the sky and out everywhere. And I'm like, man, that's really cool. And I just thought about it. I'm like, hey, man, something, something's interesting here. And I kind of look more, uh, and I, I, I realize at this point, I'm, I'm dreaming. I'm in a dream because of, of the surroundings, because of what I am. I kind of checked in with myself. And um, at that point, I noticed that the trunk of the tree was hollow. And I'm like, whoa, that dude, this is big enough that I can walk into. I'm going to walk into this tree. I'm going to see what's going on here. So I walked into the tree and it teleported me as I walked through. It was like a portal. And I ended up standing in the pupil of my third eye. So it was like, uh, like you're on these big, you know, uh, skyscraper and you're looking out the window and you're overlooking thing. I, I was just looking out through my third eye, but I was standing there in there. Like my third eye was a window and I was overlooking this beautiful, just plush valley. It was gorgeous everywhere. Um, just plants and, and wildlife and just yeah, this paradise. Uh, and I was just kind of, I was watching it from the top of this clip, I realized. And uh, I just kind of was floating there. And I came up into a lotus position. And I was just floating. And at that point, the, the flower of life, uh, sacred geometry was, was, I noticed was behind me and lit up and it was, beautiful purples and uh, violent or violet blues and just started swirling behind me. And I'm like, whoa, man, that is really cool. And as I observed it, it absorbed into my body and became one with me. And as it integrated into my spirit, everything kind of blacked and I woke up from that and I woke up into reality. And I thought, whoa. And it just it instantly hit me. I'm like, whoa, that was that was really cool. It was like I integrated into myself. Um, and it was just an amazing experience. It was really, really fun to, to go through and to, to remember it and just how vivid it was. Um, and just like even even the, the, the details on the roots, the details on the trees, the, 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 the hills and the valleys and the, the, the dive downs in the valleys, it was just, it was, it was gorgeous. Um, and that was a positive or, or a, a great experience on, on lucidity and lucid dreams. Um, and then on the other hand, as I shared with you guys beforehand in our little private chat, you kind of make sure that you, you kind of crawl before you walk, walk before you run and run before you fly. And I say fly because I had a dream the other day where I was sitting there and I looked and I, and I realized, Hey, I, I checked in. I said, I'm, I'm dreaming. Oh Yeah. This is awesome. I'm in a dream. So I decided I'm a Superman this shit. And I popped out, boom. And I started to take off and I went flying and boom, instantly woke up, blew myself out of the dream because I, I went too fast, too heavy, too quick. So 
you got you got to step into it and and once you realize don't do anything too extreme that's going to shake you out of that dream to ease into it and allow yourself to to fully acclimate into that dream world awesome thank you thank you brian for sharing and yeah just like it it's beautiful to just think about like the potential of what we can experience within the dreamscape. And that's kind of the thing is that, you know, like it's very, very much infinite. It's it's literally this higher dimensional realm where the thoughts are manifesting before us. But again, it's, it's a little bit of like our thoughts manifesting versus like not versus, but in addition to the universe delivering these, these almost archaic symbols and, and just like these like higher dimensional experiences and so like even for you to, to come out of that, um, I always kind of say to people, you know, like regardless of what you're, you may try to decipher out of the symbol, it's always important to focus on how the dream made you feel. And, and that in itself can be a big part of the reason. Uh, so just like from from that experience for yourself, how did that dream really, really make you feel like surely that must have been like a very heart opening experience, very psychedelic, too. It made me feel great. It made me feel like, hey, things are starting to tie together because I've been really ramping up uh, with my meditations and getting very good daily practice meditations in Qigongs, uh, in my Qigong. And it made me feel like I was incorporating and connecting more so with my higher self uh, because that's the ultimate goal is to merge your, your dual worlds together and, and be able to be aware of both. Uh, and that's why I felt like it did. I felt like it connected me a little bit more. And ever since then, it just seems like things have, have picked up and, and, um, I feel more connected to myself. I feel better, about better about myself and more comfortable in my own skin. I've been willing to, to take a little more chances because I, I feel power uh, because of that. Uh, it was, it's just, it's a beautiful feeling and when you experience it like you said it is psychedelic it's surreal at times and you just you can't believe that this has happened and then you have the power to achieve some amazing things definitely man awesome well thank you thank you again for sharing and and hitting 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 uh just going back to what you said when you hit upon the idea that you know I, I agree. I feel a big part of what our dreams are here for are literally to be able to help assist us in integrating like our 50 consciousness, if we want to use that term, a higher dimensional consciousness with our 3D bodies, with this physical body. Like that's that's kind of the idea is that, you know, a lot of people, they'll move through this dimension, they'll move through this lifetime convinced that this is the be all end all the physical plane like this is all they are they're, they're just like the identity of their ego but we definitely get to experience through dreams that we are much much more you know we we are something far more eternal call it soul call it spirit call it consciousness and through dreams we receive the gift of direct experience you know like that's the thing no one can tell you like hey that dream didn't happen it didn't mean anything it's like no i was there i experienced it it's integrated into my memory, it's integrated into my soul. And it begins to lead us back to just being able to fully understand a little bit more about how to be able to be that bridge between our higher selves in this, in this, in this plane here. And I feel, again, like that's, if, if you were to just try and convince someone you know, like, why should I be paying attention to dreams? It's because, you know, when you start to 
literally breathe in more more of that everyday awareness of the fact that you are a multidimensional being that you are a higher you know higher dimensional soul and and here experiencing this 3d body it's not just an idea it's actually something that you've experienced it's something that you know through through the practice of gnosis through the through knowledge through experience it changes the way you show up it changes the way you relate to the world. It changes the way you see things. It literally shifts your paradigm. Again, in the same way, like a psychedelic experience can do as well. And that's kind of the beauty is that there's quite a few ways for people to be able to have their paradigm shifted. You know, somebody might be kind of be in this very, uh, you know, solid perception of the world, very kind of like ego focused, and then they'll have a psychedelic experience and it will just blow their minds open and start getting them to ask some questions. In the same way, the universe can deliver a very parallel experience of that through our dream space. And this will happen sometimes where you'll hear about people who are just kind of like going about their everyday life. And then for whatever reason, suddenly one night they have like a super vivid lucid dream and they're just like, Oh my God, that experience like hit a part of me that, that I had never known was real before. And that experience felt realer than real. And it's starting to make me ask questions and it's starting to help me see like more. It's starting to like lead me down the rabbit hole. So again, you know, you got, there's different ways in which people can kind of wake up, you know, like one of it is psychedelics. Another way can be like seeing a UFO. Another way can be like a near death experience. Another way can be dreams, you know, and, and that's not the end all. There's obviously like, you know, it could even just be like a beautiful like moment of feeling like absolute like compassion and love and peace and harmony and like seeing a beautiful sunset or, or even, uh, you know, something where for like the, the astronauts, like when they like first went up to the moon, it wasn't just like the idea of being up in the moon that changed them. It was the idea of being up in the moon and looking back on the earth. Like that perception shifted their paradigms. It changed the way they saw themselves. So it's amazing to think that, again, I feel there's like, call it God or whatever, but but there is there is something else that is helping curate where and when we see dreams and and that is kind of like getting weaved into our experience and it's changing the way that we're showing up and it's changing the way that we're seeing ourselves and then again how we're able to be able to relate to others and make a make a difference and make an impact in the world around us like you are you are much more than just your name you you are something far more eternal and if you want to experience that if you want to really embody that if you want to be able to like you know experience something that is 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 far more beautiful than any movie you would see in a theater and far more visceral than any video game that you could ever play it's there it is within arm's reach but you have to be willing to show up for it you have to be willing to put in the work and you have to be willing to send out the message to say like yes i am ready for this because the fact is like there are thousands and thousands of people and this is kind of like the reality of the situation there are thousands and thousands of people right now across the world who have literally had their dreams robbed from them. You know, right now we're here talking about this, but we're a minority. Like we're a small group, not to say that there aren't a whole bunch of other people who are also focused on the dreams, but there is far more people who have unknowingly had their dreams robbed from them. And this is like literally happening again through like substances and through also media, like the fact that people are falling asleep with their phones and waking up and looking at their phones 
instantly wipes away the potential for them to be able to remember their dreams. And kind of as Tyler was saying, it's not the fact that we're not dreaming. It's just the fact that we're not remembering our dreams. And if they're not fully engaged with their dreams, I mean, maybe they're having like super psychedelic dreams and they're just not remembering them. Or maybe their dreams are just kind of like more kind of that basic understanding of dreams where it's just like living out the past day's events and decompressing and defragging and things like that. But again, the fact that so many people are waking up and the first thing they do is look at their phones, like that's that's an epidemic, that's a problem. But again, it really comes down to just them being aware of what dreams have to offer in the first place. And I think if you were to really sit down with each person, just be like, hey, you know, there's something else. There's something else beneath the, beneath the surface. There is a gift here. There's something incredibly profound and beautiful and cosmic that is, that is within the right for you to experience. It is within arm's reach. But you have to be willing to look for it. Again, it comes down to a choice. You have to kind of like take that red pill sort of thing. And a lot of people, they're just, they're just eating blue pills for breakfast and they don't even know it. Like, that's the thing. They don't even know that that's the alternative. So by us having these experiences, again, we become not only, you know, we get to become like messengers. We get to become conduits. We get to become ambassadors for the truth of what the dreams actually have to be able to share with us. So thank you again, Brian, for being able to share that. Um, did, Brian, did you want to add in anything on that just with what I was talking about there? If, that, if some of that was just uh, resonating with you and, and Tyler, we'll pass it over to you in a second as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's funny you say blue pills and, and things and you're not realizing it. You know, I don't want to get too much into like diet and things like that because that's not what this class is about. But it really does tie into that. Because if you think you ate like a huge old cheeseburger or a big old hearty meal before you go to sleep, you're going to be processing and digesting that food through the whole time you're sleeping. And you're not going to get into that realm of sleep. You're not going to get to that deep sleep state. So it's very important to be conscious of what you're doing throughout the day, because that is going to affect what happens through your night. Um, and if you, you're not, you're not balancing those two worlds, once again, you, you're not going to get the benefit of it. Definitely. Yeah, no. And, and again, you know, within the realm of practical tips, absolutely. Just giving that simple reminder for people to be aware of what they're eating, be aware of what they're eating specifically before bed. I mean, generally, and, and Brian, I mean, I know we were just even talking about this beforehand. Yeah, like for people who are looking to be able to delve deeper into the dreams, don't eat a big meal before bed, whether it's a hamburger or anything. I mean, sometimes it can help you kind of get into a deep sleep. But if you're looking for more of that clarity, you kind of have to have like a, a pure vessel. You kind of have to clear your vessel. Another thing that we would also mention, uh, and we can get into this a little bit more, but we'll pass it to Tyler in a second and just see what else he wants to share. But again, if any of you guys even want to relate to this, is also the idea of energy cultivation, sexual energy cultivation. This is something that like within any of the ancient practices, they always emphasize how incredibly important this was. And this is the idea that, you know, like by not spilling our cup, by not ejaculating, we're able to like transmute this energy through our body. And this energy literally becomes almost like a fuel for us to be able to project into these higher realms. And that's why they talk about the idea that if you want to be able to experience astral projection, it's literally not possible unless you've been cultivating your sexual energy. Of course, there can be exceptions, but in a general practice, it's only possible by cultivating. So again, if you're looking to just like really hit it home with dreams and get started, like these are your quick tips. A, pay attention to smoking cannabis because if you're smoking cannabis, you're probably not going to be remembering your dreams. B, get that dream journal next to your bed and don't jump out of bed right away and make that habit of practicing. C, surround yourself with a community who are also engaged in this practice because that's incredibly important. It's super easy for people to just kind of like 
stop doing this because they're not getting the support of the community. And that's why I'm so grateful to have us here as a, as a global community, everyone, you, the listener, all of us. And also D, I mean, there's a few here. Uh, D would just be, um, yeah, like paying attention to your diet, paying attention to what food you're bringing into your body. And uh, yeah, it can kind of definitely go beyond that. And, you know, it can start getting into like individual practical tips, like even just like related to like, uh, like reality checks and all of that as well. So, um, Tyler, are you ready? Do you want me to pass the talking stick over to you? And even if you have any stories you would like to share, please feel free. Tyler, go ahead, man. That sounds good. Yeah. So like, if we think about it this way, also, we have what, six to eight hours that what we just think we're doing absolutely nothing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like this time is definitely being used somewhere and it just makes all too much sense to me. Uh, you know, pretty much what you're saying is that, you know, we are definitely traveling and getting intel from where we need to get it from. So, you know, it, it truly is a gift to have them. And even me personally, I need to start journaling them down as well. You know, there's there's days where I just immediately jump out of bed and there's days where I'll fall back asleep. But I definitely before I do that, maybe I should like write some stuff down. And um, but there are some crazy dreams that I would like to share from little while ago uh ones that were definitely had that different dimension feel you know so i had fallen asleep it was a summer day a couple years ago and uh, i had literally slept right near the sliding door in the basement and you know it was pretty much i mean i usually kind of lock things up and uh, close the blinds just for whatever right paranoia (laughs) but um I had left it open and during my sleep, I felt like I, I wasn't in a state to receive just yet, but I could feel something or a group even trying to contact me. And then I remember like somewhat waking up, or like opening one eye and then I would see these like, it was like they were people, but it was like their brain and their nerves were all that showed. And it was just all light. It was like bioluminant, you know? And that just kind of blew my mind for a while. Um, Didn't know what to make of that. But now that I'm thinking of it, it seems like something was trying to communicate with me, you know? Um, It's just weird that that happened like that night as well, you know? Um, But it's amazing what comes to you when you need it, you know? Definitely. Definitely, man. Yeah, yeah, just uh, bouncing off what, what you were saying there, like, absolutely, like, that's kind of, again, part of the discussion that I want to be able to get into in, in this broadcast is like, again, what is possible within dreams? And one of my favorite topics that I'm fascinated about is that, you know, people talk about aliens, people talk about abductions, people talk about, you know, like, lizard people living underneath the ground and everything like that. And, and a lot of this I think more people are beginning to understand that what we think of as aliens are actually more like quasi-dimensional beings. And if this is the case, then there's this idea that, you know, maybe from their perception of reality, interfacing with the dream space is actually something quite common for them. And maybe that is exactly where it would make sense for them to be able to make contact with us. And so that's where there are a lot of people out there, like friends of mine who can speak on this, who have had contact experiences within their dreams. And I mean, 
obviously use your discernment because maybe it's just like oh you watched a, a movie about aliens that night before and then suddenly the the symbolism shows up within your dreams but then there's other times where it's like the presence of them is felt differently there is an intelligence behind this this creature that that you are that you are communicating with and i think that's incredibly fascinating and again i think that's something where the more that these conversations are are held the more we're able to talk about this the more we'll kind of begin to like open ourselves up to this in in a grounded way and actually begin to normalize and actually begin to be able to be like oh well you know sweet i'm gonna go to sleep tonight and i'm gonna go communicate with like the high council or, or something like that some sort of like light council or something and maybe that's not actually like as crazy as it sounds because again just kind of like stepping back a little bit and and i know we kind of didn't really fully explain this but for anybody listening you know if you're thinking about what are dreams long i'll explain this in the best way i can very simply put you know you have multiple bodies you have your physical body and then you have your astral body there's actually a little bit more than that there's actually like your etheric and your mental based on kind of like the gnostic teachings and basically the way how it works is that your physical body works within this dimension your astral body goes into the astral dimension when you sleep and within this astral dimension this is where you'll notice that the laws are different laws are different such as things can manifest right away just by thinking about them time is different and most notably physicality is different meaning that like you can literally pass through objects if you have the will to be able to do so and so it's just a that that, that little bit of an understanding that as you were saying tyler you know what are we doing for this eight hour period what is taking place uh within the fact that you know we are just like constantly existing within this astral dimension and i'm just checking right here looks like we still got audio coming through uh panda i saw your message there but i can hear it coming through on my end so i'm not sure if you lost it on your end um check 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 yeah it's coming through okay might just be a google hangout issue but anyways uh moving 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 along again very simply put um oh pff, okay that's why all right i'm just gonna keep talking here on the broadcast even though we did just have an entire crash with the google hangout for some apparent reason but i know you guys can still hear me and it's still recording within the broadcast so i'm just gonna keep talking and then the google hangout will pop up as we go um one of the things that again i think is like super fascinating is that i feel dreams are a way for us to be able to constantly learn as soul and that's kind of the thing is that like within our physical dimension we are learning and we're going through all of these lessons and let me just check real quick as we get back into wow. the Google Can you guys Hangout here. Out there? Now oh, now okay, we're back. So oh, yeah. Back okay, we're all good. Cool. Yeah, yeah, there was a glitch there. All right, so I was I was just talking here for a second guys. They they didn't lose me. It was just like the Google Hangout that crashed. So the audio was still coming through. Ah. So we're just going to keep on flowing. Anyways, just uh, hitting upon this real quick and I'll pass the talking stick back to anybody else who wants to jump in on this. And um and then from there, uh yeah, let's just even kind of like hit home, you know, like what is lucid dreaming? What is astral projection? What is possible within dreams? Uh and so for me, you know, the idea of like the question what are dreams? Very simply put, I think dreams are you know a, a way for the soul to keep learning it wouldn't make sense that if we were here on earth that kind of as tyler was saying that we only spend half of our time learning as a soul half of our time learning as a cosmic citizen it would make sense that we're optimizing every single opportunity so literally within dreams there's a chance for us as a soul to continue learning and that's where i feel that as us as as the individual we have to be willing to show up as students we have to be willing to show up to take notes we have to be willing to pay attention in class and then from there the experiences continue to integrate themselves into our overall being into our spirit into our soul so 
regardless of whether or not we're thinking about whether a dream is quote unquote real, I always focus on the idea that if you can get an experience out of it, then your soul has the ability to learn from it. Your soul has the ability to integrate it and to process it. So again, I think dreams, there's a whole nother kind of theory that, that I'm not really going to get into at this point. But I, one way I refer to dreams is kind of being like a form of like spiritual technology, uh, which is like very, very, very fascinating, you know, like they are. Uh, or, or another thing that I'll just hit upon quick that, that actually summarizes a big idea that I think is quite potent is the idea of understanding that the dream space is actually closer to where we come from. So in that sense, the dream space is like what happens first. At, before the physical dimension even existed, so to speak, if we're thinking about this from a linear perspective, all that existed was the quote unquote dream realm. And so in that sense, when we go into our dreams, we're literally returning to where we came from. And when you think about that, that actually kind of makes sense is that, you know, this physical world, this is kind of secondary. And then every night we go back into the dream space and it's kind of like we're plugging back in, we're plugging back into source and we're getting recharged. We're going back home. And this is where, you, you know, you talk about this idea where people are comparing dreams to death. And, and, and it's very much one in the same. And this is where you start connecting the dots between like DMT being produced in the brain during birth, death, and dreaming as well. And when you start to really see this, when you really start to connect these dots, you really start to get those aha moments where, again, you realize that like, okay, the place that we are before we die and the place that we go after, after or the place that we go before we're born, the place that we are before we're born, the place that we go to after we die is actually more or less like the same as the dream space. And this is where you obviously open up into the idea of understanding that within the dream space, you can actually communicate with loved ones. And that's because, again, it's like when you dream, it's literally like going home, so to speak. And I just think that's like such a powerful concept. But let's keep passing and talking. Stick around. Uh, Brian, Tyler, if one of you guys wants to jump in, let me just check here. I know Google Hangouts kind of glitching out here. So let's double check, make sure. All right, I think it's okay. Brian, Tyler, if one of you guys wants to unmute yourself, go ahead and jump in on this conversation whenever you're ready. And you guys can kind of help steer this cosmic ship. So Tyler, Brian, if you guys can hear me, go ahead and one of you can unmute yourself. Brian, go ahead. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, I don't know how much of what me and, and Tyler were actually talking about made it to the cast. None, or... none of it came through. So I'll tell you oh, that. Okay. okay. Uh, but okay, so I don't know, like nightmares we were kind of catching on uh, are, are how you can, because once you become aware of your dreams, you become aware of what you're, you're capable of doing. And I know someone mentioned nightmares in the comments. So you, you got to realize that um, nightmares can control you or you can control them. Uh, I was telling Tyler I had a, a reoccurring nightmare as a kid where I would um, wake up and I thought I'd wake up and I'd be in my bed and I'd look out the window and there'd be these three sets of uh, glowing red eyes just looking back at me. And I'd get all freaked out and, and scared and I would... Uh, try to yell for my mom and I couldn't, I'd have no voice. I would be like, nothing came out. So I ran down the hallway, uh, went to my sister's room and what I thought was my sister's room and opened that door. And it was like the outside world. And it was just an open vast, it wasn't like my yard, it was this vast world. So I'd ran in my parents' room and opened the, the, the shower and there was this giant like praying mantis hybrid standing there. And it freaked me out and I'd wake up and I'd be in my bed again. And I'd look out the window and I'd be just terrified because it was so real to me. But how badass would it be if we had that complete control of our dreams? 
And instead of me freaking out, be like, open that, you know, open the thing, uh, the shower, and see this guy there and be like, no, I'd pull out a Excalibur or a lightsaber or something and be like, oh, you know, who's scared now? You, because you could, you had the power to do that, and you had the power to 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 get that, um, and, and control what you got going on. So it's it's really powerful what we are we're able to do and what dreams can provide to us. Totally, totally. Yeah. And, and, and again, just kind of like bouncing off of that in the same way within life, like our challenges are our teachers. So oftentimes like the, the nightmares are not actually the enemy. The nightmare are actually like the dragon teaching us how to become a knight, teaching us how to like pull our sword out and to step into our power. So again, that's kind of the thing is that sometimes we will talk about that. They'll have like these recurring nightmares and it's not until they actually like conquer them that they actually stop. So again, we're constantly learning in our dreams. And I think it's a beautiful thing to just be aware of that and to enter our dreams with that degree of awareness and lucidity. So I did want to, unless Tyler has something uh, completely just like uh, what we were talking about earlier, if you want to jump in on something, but what I did want to do is pass the the talk and stick around. And I wanted to literally just give you guys the opportunity. (coughs) Well, actually I I was supposed to share one dream story uh, that I'll do real quick. Um, uh, Earlier in the week or a couple weeks ago, one of the dreams that I had that was super potent for me uh, was a dream where like there wasn't a full amount that I fully recall. But one thing that I did recall um, and I made a video of it and some of you would have seen this, but it was this uh, like this black golden tesseract that I was holding. And it was like super, super potent in this morning. And basically like as I was, as I was holding it, I could feel my consciousness like teleporting into it. I could feel myself like dropping into it. Like the object was like a portal to like a hyperdimensional space. And I was semi-lucid and I was just like in that moment where I'm like, okay, relax and kind of look into this and allow yourself to kind of like teleport through it. And the relic itself, it just felt like so sacred and it felt like so like just holding it completely was just like, whoa, this is completely different from anything else in my dreamscape so it was just kind of interesting um to think about the idea that within the dream space there's actually almost like tools there's actually like different artifacts that we could use or perhaps even program to be able to use for us to be able to navigate the dream space um one idea that that i've experienced before as well is that in some dreams what i would do is i would have like a video camera or like a pair of binoculars and what I would do, I would like zoom in with my video camera and then I would look through the viewfinder on like a landscape. Say there's like a tree, like, you know, like a mile away. I would like zoom in with my lens finder or with my zoom. And then I would like teleport through the lens of my camera and then like be where the image was type thing. And so that's just kind of like one experience. But one thing within dreams is that you can definitely notice is that there's ways to be able to move through portals within our dreams. And oftentimes individual like circular objects can become portals so that's where you know like a little hole like such as like in alice in wonderland like that little hole in the tree or the little like rabbit hole like that in itself the idea of that entering into a whole new world that's very much like reminiscent of what can happen within the dream space so next time you're within the dream space uh just kind of like look for that look for like ways to be able to consciously direct your 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 like projected intention into an object and then move through that object and allow yourself to come out on the other side i feel and this is just kind of like a side topic but i feel that again dreams are like the potential of dreams are kind of structured based on the narrative that we create for them within the moment and so like that's literally where you know you could have like a little crystal you can say like okay this crystal is gonna like turn me into a superhero 
And then it's not actually the crystal, but it's actually the story and the significance that you give that crystal that's actually going to help you turn into the superhero. So it's kind of like running a program within a computer code, but you're literally creating that program on the spot, but you also have the potential to be able to create that program ahead of time uh, as well. So um, again, just kind of like imagining, you know, like if we were fully lucid in our dream, what would we be doing? What would it look like? How would we be programming things uh, into our reality? You know, like what what tools would we be, would we be creating? You know, so it's it's super super exciting to be able to get into that. So what I did want to get into, and I'm going to pass it to Tyler, and Tyler, you can just share anything you feel called to. I, I did want to practice going around the circle and give you guys the opportunity to literally just answer the question, what is lucid dreaming? Not to say that you don't know and not to say that the audience doesn't know, but let's pretend that you're answering this question to someone who literally doesn't know. You know, like, let's say you're just like meeting a person and, and you're just like, oh, like, you know, like, have you ever heard of lucid dreaming? And they're just like, no, I haven't. Tell me about it how would you answer that so that's going to kind of be like a little little uh little mini game quiz test thing there that i want to be able to run past you guys but tyler passing it over to you i uh, i feel like there could have been some stuff earlier that you wanted to share that we didn't get to yet so if you want to do that first by all means go ahead dude honestly i kind of want to roll with that that question right there go for it um so lucid dreaming my definition of that correct yeah because to, i gotta to, tell you to the best of your ability it might be different <laughs> <laughs> so lucid dreaming is is would be almost like uh astral projection but the difference being that you're kind of less in control with a lucid dream because um you know it kind of also is triggered by maybe subconscious unconscious you know patterns that we have right so another another difference i guess because those two are very close in my mind um a lucid dream would mean that you are actually there in your senses as well. So you're not only not really there, you're actually, you're actually feeling, you know, the pain if there's pain, you know, you're, you're, you're smelling things, you know, you're hearing things vividly. Um, I want to say I've had a lucid dream before only because I had just that much more control in it. And I could be wrong. I could be way off here. But, um, you know, I kind of had some instinct going in there and helping me out. Uh, like I said, I don't have much practice with dreams as far as like taking control. Um, I would say a regular dream, we all experience kind of like the movie effect. You know, we're kind of in our own movie. Right. <laughs> and uh, I think there's like a retrospect with that as well, because we're kind of like, uh, did I mean to do that? <laughs> you know, it's just things happen and we're like, oh, <laughs> I did that. So. Um, but with a lucid dream, I feel the difference is we have more control. And it's probably got some significant meaning outside of just like, you know, becoming a Power Ranger or something. Mm -hmm. Like I have in a dream. Oh, yeah. Nice, man. How was that? <laughs> it was some weird version of Power Rangers. When I was younger, I had this re <laughs> reoccurring dream where I would like smack myself onto like Earth and I would like have this suit. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest thing ever but it kept nice. happening i was like i guess that's a thing there you go like man. face first i'm talking about like your whole front just oh, hitting wow. the ground yeah i don't i'm not sure it didn't hurt or anything but put a pretty cool suit on but uh yeah there i'm curious go. what you guys 
uh, define lucid dreaming as. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And thank and thank you for sharing. And it was interesting listening to that because I think, uh, again, I think I think your definition would be a little bit different from my definition. So let's see let's see what Brian's definition would be, and and we'll try and create uh, some sort of consensus here. Brian, how would you how would you define lucid dreaming to somebody who had never really become never really heard of the term previously, in a simple way? Uh, a lucid dreaming it's it's becoming aware of your soul. It's becoming aware of your higher self. It's connecting to that, realizing that there's more to what we call life than what is what how it happens when we're awake. So it, it is tapping into uh, potential and abilities that you wouldn't normally be able to tap into. Um, lucidity, it, it's, it's vividness, it's control, it's awareness. It, it is um, something so real that you believe it actually happened. That you're like, the the you don't have a differentiation between this life and that life. Uh, it's just a, a, a feeling of bliss uh, in a way too, and a feeling of knowing and it, it unlocks uh, so many different layers of yourself, so much depth within you. And, and you get to kind of just dive in, you know, and you realize, Hey, that pool is much deeper than I thought it was when I jumped in, you know, I, I jumped in, I thought it was a wading pool. Uh, no, it dropped way down and it's, I'm sinking in and it's, it's really cool down here, you know, and I can breathe under this water <laughs> because I'm lucid dreaming. That's something you could, you can do, you know? Awesome. Yeah. And uh, just, just kind of going on to that. And, and I think like, again, I think, I think it's interesting because I think like everybody here, is kind of like seeing seeing this from from a perspective that's going to be unique from from my own way of um very very simply defining lucid dreaming and and something that i noticed that that you guys didn't fully explicitly say but it was implicitly said and i'll just kind of do this as if again you know i'm explaining this to somebody who's not entirely familiar with the process very simply put to me a lucid dream is when you're in a dream and you know that you're in a dream and so basically, again, it's about awakening to the consciousness within a dream. So that's like, that for me is the big difference between regular dreaming and lucid dreaming. Regular dreaming, kind of like what Tyler was saying, is when you're kind of going through things and it's kind of scripted and you're kind of like dream walking, things are kind of happening around you. You're still experiencing it. You're still engaged with it, but you're not really aware of the fact that you're in a dream. Like you actually think you're just in everyday life. The lucid dream is when you literally have that aha moment where you're just like, holy shift, this is a dream. And then what goes beyond that is the moments, as you were saying, Brian, where you actually begin to realize that you can take control of the dream, that your thoughts and your actions literally affect the dream immediately. And so this is, again, like very practically put, when you're in a lucid dream, if you want to teleport to the pyramids of Egypt, you can think about it and you can teleport there. If you want to shoot fireballs out of your hand, you can have that intention and you can shoot fireballs. If you want to fly, you can believe you can fly and you can fly. If you want to think of an apple, you can have an apple type thing. So the lucid dream is being aware that like in that moment, you're in the dream space. What do you do next? 
And that's where, again, I think this is a practice that, and also, again, this is what Brian was saying is that like within the lucid dream, there's this state of kind of uh, things feeling realer than real. And this is where, like, again, for a lot of people, this can actually be a big part of their awakening process where for some reason or another, you know, it may even be just be one of those, uh, it may, it may even be triggered by just by like having a nap. Right. Like sometimes like the lucid dreams will actually come through when we're kind of in that state where we're not our brain's still relatively active, but our body's tired. And that's usually like a key point to be able to get into a lucid dream when your body is tired, but your mind is still awake. And then you move into that space and then you're in that space with enough consciousness to initially be able to trigger it. And this is where you can get into like dream triggers and, you know, reality checks. And, and Brian, you can even talk a little bit more about that as we were talking about that earlier. And then that initial trigger is like, okay, now I know that I'm in a dream. And then again, the, the, the beauty of that is that like, how deep can things go? You know, how, how, what is really possible within the lucid dream? And this is again, something that I'm still exploring, something that I feel a lot of people are still exploring. There are people out there who are avid lucid dreamers, you know, it's almost like something that they'll do like by default. I know there are people out there who have literally grown up default lucid dreaming like that was a part of their experience at least like when they were younger and it wasn't until they were older that people were just like yo like that's not what happens in my dreams and they were just like whoa what like i had no idea i thought that was a thing that everybody did so it's really really interesting to be able to uh just again understand that everybody's kind of got like their own relationship with the dream and everybody's kind of got their own learning curve as well uh within the dream and, and again, kind of even uh, Tyler was also talking about the the idea of astral projection. Uh, I'll, I'll just kind of jump in on this real quick. And uh, for anybody else within the YouTube comments, you guys leave your YouTube comments. How would you explain, you know, what is a lucid dream? What is astral projection? And I want to be able to read some of these comments on air uh, as soon as we do this as well. And I know there are some comments here from a little bit earlier that I also want to get back to as well. And then we're going to actually get pretty close to wrapping up the broadcast. We're going to keep this broadcast within two hours. And what we're going to do by the end of it is also do a shared meditation with the intention to be able to create uh, the the. Uh, the ability to be able to show up at a shared location location within the dream space. And this is something that we actually do on every single dream class. So you can go back and you'll find this within the, the past, like the past ones at the end of the episode, where what we do is we have a location that we refer to as the dream tree and we do a shared guided meditation. And then we practice using this meditation to be a reference point that we can use to be able to move to within the dream. So that literally, you know, this is, this is a topic in itself our dream, our shared dreams possible, you know, and again, this is where you kind of get into this idea of realizing the parallels between dreams and things like video games and the internet, the dream space. And this is where, again, even the natives, they talked about this, like the dream space is not just an individual thing to every single person. It's more of a shared network. It's a shared collective cloud. If you're comparing it to something like the internet. And so in that case, we can literally create common locations within the dream space through intention that we can collectively gather at. And I think again, like just opening up to that potential where, you know, after this broadcast or just on any day for some of us to just be like, all right, guys, it's been an awesome day. I'm going to sleep. I'll see you at the dream tree, you know, like, and then we can have a party there and then we can study there and then we can practice our lucid dreaming there. Having that as a goal, having that as a potential is just like totally some next level mind blowing stuff. But again, I think it is literally within the realms of possibility and within our potential as like proto humans, as homo luminous, as multidimensional beings. So we're working on that, you know, we're kind of gently just like awakening here. And that's kind of the thing is that in order to wake up within our dreams, we have to wake up. We have to wake up within this dream. 
Like, this is the idea. Like, we are literally, uh, this is our journey to lucidity on multiple levels, physically within this one and within the dream space. So, by one of the ways to become lucid within the dream space is to become more aware within this moment right now. And that means like observing things and questioning things. One of the best things to be able to become and trigger lucidity within a dreams is to practice questioning things here and now. You know, so you can even just kind of like, again, this is where um, you'll you'll hear things like even just like uh, questioning your location, questioning people you're talking to, questioning objects that you're holding, checking like even textures, paying attention to textures, like even just like the textures of your fingers, becoming super, super aware, looking at things like clocks, flicking light switches. You've probably obviously like heard of these ones. Maybe some of you have seen the movie Waking Life. They talk about that. But again, developing a curiosity and a fascination with your immediate surrounding is a great way so that when you're in the dream space, you're observing things with that with that degree of attention where you're going to notice the obscurities. You're going to notice where like it's like, wait a second, like why why is that tree, you know, like growing star tetrahedrons instead of apples or something like that? Like that's peculiar. Oh, wait, I must be dreaming. So developing the curiosity within this space is super important. So again, I know we're just kind of hitting upon a couple things. Um, the topic of uh, again the 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 concept of astral projection. If I were to try and explain this real quick and try and differentiate, and again, I'd love for um, people in the comments to hit upon this as well. Uh, huge shout out! I just want to give a huge shout out. Shout out to Arita. Shout out to Vanessa. Shout out to Jennifer. Jennifer, so good to see you here. Another uh, super uh, avid dreamer who has been around in the community for a while. And Jennifer, please feel free to leave any thoughts and comments as well. I'd love to be able to read those on air, given your expertise. And shout out to many other people, including Devon, including Jaden, including uh, Futuristic Inspirations, Kayla. And, uh, oh, we had Alex Jones in here earlier. <laughs> Glad he got to join. <laughs> the Alex Jones? Oh, God. Okay, so anyways... Uh, real quick. Um, okay, so astral projection. Let me just try and explain this real quick. Astral projection is... Astral projection, from my understanding, can either happen within the dream space or can literally be induced by deep spaces of meditation where we're literally projecting our consciousness outside of our physical body to be able to perceive things Um primarily within this realm and this is where i think like astral projection kind of like has its definition but some people would probably change it it might be different to other people i think astral projection is like the experience of literally being able to project your consciousness and see things within this realm so if you're like flying within a dream I don't think that technically counts as astral projection, but if you're in a deep space of meditation and you're doing what is essentially referred to as remote viewing, which is again, you know, like what the government was calling it back when they were studying it and everything like that, it would be, you know, the practice of like getting into a deep space of meditation, picking a target, focusing, and literally getting into this, and this is a potential of like seeing yourself from that third person perspective, floating above your house, floating above, teleporting over to like some other part of the world and like looking at an object and then coming back. That's one form of astral projection. But again, I think the definition for that would probably go a little bit further. Um, So I just want to read real quick uh, Jennifer's comment here. And I think this was a response to lucid dreaming. Uh, Being present and tapping into creative force, manifesting with the waking dream. The unconscious begins to become conscious. Absolutely. So again, I think that's a great way of simply putting it. The unconscious becoming conscious. And again, that's where you can see the parallels where in the same way we're, we're walking through dreams and we don't know we're dreaming 
that's what's happening to a lot of people here on earth right now like within this level of the dream they're walking through this life and they don't actually know that they're asleep you know they're subconsciously sleepwalking that's where you would go in a dream and you would go up to someone and be like hey do you know this is a dream and they'd just be like like what are you talking about like no this is real in the same way you could like walk up to someone on the street and be like hey are you like aware that you're like a multi-dimensional being and they're just like i don't know what you're talking about like i just want to go home and like do my regular thing so um i just want to read a couple comments here uh just going back a little bit and then we'll, we'll move forward a little bit more and um because i did see some cool comments here from earlier uh vanessa's comment from earlier um i believe that if you need to remember the dream you will remember it remember most of mine but some specific ones that they are as well they are well they are well insane enough to make a statement and leave a mark uh vanessa i definitely agree with that like there's some dreams where like if if you're meant to remember it you will remember it and again sometimes those dreams that we do remember that are incredibly vivid can be like a catalyst or again it may not be something that's super psychedelic but it may be something where you know it, it could it could even be like a traumatic event within your dream but that that could actually prompt you into being like oh my god you know i just had a dream where you know something happened to a friend but i'm going to reach out and call to them and just check in with them and then that unfolds like a degrees of you know it allows synchronicities to unfold and then like that's kind of like how dreams can actually influence like this waking life and again how waking life influences the dream space as well uh jaden from earlier when we were talking about cannabis says when i smoke i realize that everything i choose to focus on is a mirror of me sometimes when my vibe is low and i smoke i see just more negativity it can be scary especially if my cup isn't full uh absolutely i think you know just on a topic there it's understanding that you know um definitely when you're working with cannabis it's kind of it's going to kind of amplify the state that you're in so it's definitely advisable that to smoke cannabis like when you're already feeling that high vibrational state but at the same time it's also understanding that sometimes like your highest vibrational state is you sober so sometimes when you smoke cannabis it can kind of shift you from like that like feeling of clarity to complacency sort of thing so it's also being aware of that um just going to read a few of the questions here a few of the state comments here and thank you again everyone for for leaving their comments and i did want to just leave uh read quick comments that we had on instagram as well since i promised that i would do that futuristic inspirations reads uh amazing dream class thank you futuristic inspirations for being here and uh uh shout out to future Insta- future interest uh, futuristic inspirations uh they are one of our recent team patreon supporters thank you so much for for adding your support and for anybody else looking to add their support be sure to check the link to our patreon down below and she says dreams are manifested dreams are a manifested reflection of our true vibration frequency and energy of our current state of being and lightness of our heart i think that's a very good point that you know like we will dream what we are so when we're feeling in like that kind of clarity and that high vibration our dreams will reflect that if we're worrying and we're just kind of like in a state where we're just like feeling very stagnant our dreams will reflect that as well so absolutely dreams are are a sacred mirror i would say Arita, one of our friends, aka Peace Monkey 1111, says, Last night I dreamt of amethyst crystal highways. I think it was Atlantis or Lumeria. Very, very fascinating to hear that. And again, it's, it's very interesting to think about the idea that, yes, there are many people who are going to be having like past life dreams. Uh, as well and and you do hear a lot about that people who like dream of like you know what they acknowledge as being atlantis or lumeria or something along those lines and uh i'm gonna get to the other comments in a second but i'm just gonna read what we got here from the instagram as well on instagram i put up a post and i basically just said you know why are dreams and studying dreams something that you feel is important for the evolution of consciousness cosmic focus said 
I'd say life is a dream. Being in physical form is a dream. And this experience is a dream. Our experiences contribute to our conscious expansion and mass and, and mass of consciousness, therefore evolving and pushing creation forward. Just my waves of wordy perception. Uh, absolutely, cosmic focus. I think that is, again, exactly what we've been hitting home here as well, is acknowledging the fact that, yes, like we are the dream awakening to itself. This is the shared collective dream that we are in right now. And again, as we become more lucid and wake up within our own dreams, individually, it is helping more of us wake up on a collective scale. So it's a very, very beautiful thing to see dreaming as an altruistic practice in that sense. So you want to help me, you want to help change the world, practice your dreams, get more in touch with yourself, and that will help you show up in even more exciting and inspired ways. Uh, Fadri, uh, this name I can, I have trouble pronouncing Fadra Shakti uh, says Hindus call it Sankalpa, planting a seed of intention into the universe. Unlike the Western ideals of dreams or prayers expecting a result, Sankalpa is not holding on to the outcome. It is released from the consciousness. I believe it is important to release your desires one way or another. It also paths the way of uh, to what is coming next. I think that's really cool, again, to be able to think that, you know, can we use our dreams to actually create the future? Can we even just use like our daydreaming to be able to think of that as tapping into a similar space where again, like as we're imagining things, we're literally kind of like beginning to bring them more into this existence as well. And so I'm just going to read a couple of comments here real quick uh, as we move forward from this. And then Brian Tyler, I'll pass it over to you guys and we'll get close to wrapping up the broadcast. And um, yeah, and, and also any questions from the YouTube chat, please feel free to leave those as well. So mm -mm, Vanessa says, this is very cool, to test if you're dreaming, jump with the intention of floating, and if it didn't work, go back to bed. So yeah, hitting on that point that again, intention is key. Uh, I, I've definitely talked about this before, that if you want to fly within your dream, you really do have to believe that you can fly. So if there's like a single part of you that's just like, I don't think this is going to work, then it probably won't work. So you really have to be in that belief that you can fly. And I think the beautiful thing about us having these conversations is that by sharing our experiences, we really start opening up what is possible. So instead of being like, well, you know, like nobody's really told me I can fly. So I doubt that I can instead, like we're actively telling you, yes, you can. And allow that to kind of fuel your belief, allow that to really begin to bring more magic into your everyday practice. That's going to help you bring more magic into your dream space as well. Arita says dream journaling helps. Journaling is huge. Panda says, uh, I've connected with others in dream space. Tricky for me as I'm awake when most of you are sleeping, says Arita. Yeah, shout out to our friends in Australia. Um, Jennifer, I uh, already read that comment. Uh, Liz says, people check out Patricia Garfield, Creative Dreaming. She has a book and she is on YouTube. Not sure if she's alive still. Liz, thank you so much. Patricia Garfield, for anybody who wants to YouTube her, please feel free. And just moving down a little bit more here. Um, Liz says, get Shungite to protect from EMFs for better dream state. Actually, absolutely. That's a good thing to note is that again, if you're sitting with your, if you're going to sleep with your phone right next to you, like the EMFs from your phone are going to be able to just like affect the subtle energies of your body. And that's why you'll notice that when you go out in nature, if you go out camping and you have your phone turned off and stuff like that, have you noticed that your dreams become like different? They become more potent. They become more vivid. Absolutely. So yeah, whether it's Shungite, whether it's putting your phone on airplane mode, highly recommended. But either way, just like 
be aware that even when you wake up in the middle of the night and you check your phone, that's going to send a signal to your brain to trick it into thinking it's daytime. It's going to release a different set of chemicals. It's going to screw up your entire like neuro neurological network. And it's probably going to like hop. It's probably going to get in the way of you like trying to realize the fact that you're going to be able to tap more into that dream space. But one thing that you can do is set your alarm for like 4am in the morning, wake up, do some light stretches, do a little bit of meditation and then go back to sleep again with the intention. And this is like super, super simple key having that mind awake as your body falls asleep. That's what you can start to get into the idea of waking, like, like uh, wake, wake induced lucid dreaming, the wild technique. And um, uh, 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 Liz says, talk to your subconscious and say that you would like to remember your dreams. Someone suggested that you that you name your subconscious. Uh, absolutely, Liz. I think that's a great point to literally be able to develop a conversation with our dreams and really just be able to put out that intention uh, again. And, and, and I want to just be able to pass it back to, to Brian and Tyler in a second. I love really hitting home on this idea of seeing and acknowledging our dreams as sacred ceremony you know, as like sacred psychedelic ceremony. So in the same way, you know, if you're like showing up for a big like psychedelic mushroom experience and you really show up with intention or you're doing ayahuasca or something like that, think about how much intention you put into that. Yeah, think about the fact that every night when we go to sleep, we are literally entering into the potential of that same space. So let's show up to our dreams as ceremony. And this can kind of mean, you know, just like even playing, a lot of people will play around with like different oils, listen to music, do some journaling, do some prayer before going to sleep, really set out that intention, really send out that signal to the universe and the universe will recognize that and respond accordingly. It's up to you to kind of begin to focus on that communication, on that conversation that you're having with the dream space. And that's a whole nother thing in itself where you can literally ask for answers within the dream space as well. A lot of people will talk about this. They'll say, you know, like I'm looking for clarity on this and you ask that, you get clear on that, what your intention is and the dream space will be able to deliver that to you. So think about the practicality of that from a multidimensional level and how even in our past, that would actually be something incredibly practical where say, you know, like you're, you're an elder and you're looking for wisdom of how to be able to guide your tribe. You would actually ask your ancestors to be able to speak to you within your dream space. And then when you're open to it, that wisdom would actually be able to come through. So again, when we tap into the dream space, it's a chance for that higher dimensional aspect for ourselves, the ultra memory. And again, this is where we talk with the pulmonary chakras. Those of you who are becoming more familiar with that actually has the opportunity to be able to come through and deliver that information to us as data and then if we're present enough we can really receive that so just be aware you know like what if you were just asking in a practical day you're like oh you know should i move to that new place or should i you know like take up this new job or should i you know go left or right feel free to ask the dream and and see what comes through within that but i think there's definitely a lot of potential there uh that again we're still just tapping into so that brings us up to where the comments are, uh, as far as I can see. Passing it back to Tyler and passing it back to Brian. Uh, any other practical tips uh, or any just general words that you guys would like to share as we get close to wrapping up this broadcast? Please feel free to do that uh, right now. So Tyler, Brian, and and again, thank you guys for holding space here. Really appreciate it. Tyler, Brian, one of you want to unmute yourself? Go right ahead. I want to also... Um add one thing is that the potential of crystals helping in dreaming. Um, there is a few that I know of. One that I have is honey calcite. I believe that is good to keep under your pillow. Um, I can show you what it looks like. It looks kind of like if you can, it's kind of like, um, 
yeah, it looks like honey, honestly. I don't know what to tell you. It looks kind of like honey. But um, you have that or some angel aura quartz. Uh, quartz clusters in general, very good. Um, amethyst is incredible for anything up here. Um, so I would just recommend also maybe using some crystals, setting intent with that, and that could help as well. I might need to try that out, actually. Definitely, definitely, definitely heard that. A lot of people will talk about that. Um, quick comment from Jennifer. Jennifer saying that she uses blue calcite. Uh, again, you know, I, I've even talked about the idea um, for some people of like using uh, using the light guardian crystals as dream talismans. Um, for those of you who have seen these before, like again, like the light guardian crystals, which we have at the quest item shop. One thing that I that I use these for is to literally use this as like a dream totem. So you would put it on your finger and then you would fall asleep holding to this. And then you would actually like set the intention of actually like bringing this into your dream as an item. And then to be able to use that as like a totem to be able to help remind you like, oh yeah, I'm holding my light guardian crystal. That means I'm dreaming. And another thing that you can do, like as you're falling asleep, you can kind of like gently pulse the item while falling asleep. One quick tip, well, falling asleep, because again, you know, we talked about this idea of like maintaining, keeping the mind awake as you're falling asleep. A quick tip can be like, as you're falling asleep, and, and I think Brian, you, you were talking about this, so you can probably expand on this too. As you're falling asleep, like gently, like either just like, in this case, you can gently squeeze the crystal. So, you know, you're just like gently squeezing that. You're gently squeezing it. You're gently squeezing it. You're gently squeezing it. And you'll notice at some point you'll begin to stop squeezing it. And that's when you're beginning to fall asleep. But you can accomplish the same thing even just by like tapping your tapping your arm. So it's kind of like you're like playing like a little like keyboard piano. So you're like falling asleep and you're just kind of like tapping your arm. And you just kind of like keep doing that as much as you can while you're falling asleep. And then eventually you'll start to notice that like you're, you're, you're going to start, stop top, start tapping, but that's when you're kind of like, Oh, that's your trigger. Okay. I'm starting to fall asleep. And then you can kind of do that to keep your mind awake as your body falls asleep. And another thing I'll just hit upon real quick and I'll pass over to Brian is, uh, another thing is that like, if you're falling asleep and you notice, uh, yourself beginning to itch, this is a great way to be able to tell that you're like you're getting ready to move into the dream space because what what actually happens is that the the body is very intelligent and so as you're falling asleep again the body will actually fall asleep before the mind falls asleep sometimes and when this happens it sends a signal to the brain where it's like hey you know your nose is itchy and if you respond to that and you're just like oh yes it is i'm going to scratch my nose then it sends this signal where it's just like oh okay i guess i'm still awake but if you're falling asleep and you feel the itch of your nose, but you don't respond to it, then that basically sends the signal where it's like, oh, okay, I guess that means we're asleep. Let's shift into theta. Let's shift into that lower brainwave. Let's move into the dream space. When in actuality, you're just like, ha ha ha, like I'm actually awake. <laughs> and then and then from there, you again, you begin to develop that lucidity as you're moving in. And another thing, just very, very simple, uh, is also to practice flexing your imagination. Practice flexing your imagination throughout the day, but obviously like as you're falling asleep. So one thing that I sometimes do as I'm falling asleep, I'll imagine myself like flying, like like kind of like, like stepping off the edge of a cliff and flying with angel wings. This is just something I always used to do when I was younger. And, and I kind of practice this and I, and I get very vivid with it. Like I imagine like the muscles of the wings and, and I just like practice this and I really just like focus on this. And then again, you're, as you're just like, in, opposed to just being, okay, I'm falling asleep, close your eyes, boo, like that, you actively engage with your imagination and kind of play out a specific scene 
as you're falling asleep. And then again, that can kind of like slowly that what feels like imagination will begin to feel like a little bit different. And there's that shift and you're just like, Oh, whoa, okay. I was dreaming there for a second. That was a little bit different. So, but Brian passing it over to you. Uh, Cause again, I know you were talking before, like the practical tip of like, kind of like tapping and stuff like that. So if you want to expand on that, please feel free. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, yeah, tapping is good. Uh, pitch pinching right here in between the forefinger and the, and the thumb and just kind of grabbing at that and then noticing if it feels different. Um, or poking, another good one, poke in the middle of your hand. And as you poke it, just realize what it ha happens and watch your hand. And then you'll realize like in the dream, your finger may go all the way through your hand. And then you realize, hey, I'm, I'm, in, the, I'm in the dream now. Um, being aware of your surroundings is really good as well too. And just watching or just even looking at your hands and being uh, paying attention to it so you can have that anchor. Cause that's what you really need is that anchor when you're in that dream world to look at and be even just looking at your hands and be like, why do I have seven fingers, you know? Or as you kind of said, why why are there, you know, Metatron's cubes or something growing on that tree or whatever, you know? Uh, why is that Why is that going on? So being aware, um, and and I love that you brought up that the, the itch thing because that itch is your brain kind of trying to kick you out of that and trying, like you said, test you. Are you asleep yet? Are you, are, are you doing that? Um, and that's when you get your most vivid dreams is when you're in that half awake, half asleep realm, because you're, you're, you're still conscious and still aware of what's going on. Uh, another good thing is conscious breathing. Uh, conscious breathing is so powerful, so great for not only lucid dreaming and dreaming, but bringing that into, into your real world or not your real world, I guess, and into your awake world. Uh, so practicing that um, and to tap on, like you, you were saying some small stuff about DMT and DMT produced in the brain. Uh, so you need those conscious or those sleep cycles to, to reset and re-energize and reinvigorate the brain. Um, another good thing, uh, just to close out real quick on that is, is um, another tip I read is setting like 30 minute intervals of like an alarm or something that kind of wakes you up. So you come in and out of that consciousness, but don't worry. Don't like set it or, 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 or wake yourself up, but just boom, uh, turn it off. And that way you're kind of coming in and out of that sleep realm. And eventually the two are going to blend together. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Brian. And uh, I'll just add uh, I, maybe even just one more tip for, for today. And then we're actually going to move into our closing meditation. But I'll give you guys a chance, just any any final closing thoughts uh, before we do that. And again, that will be our, our dream tree meditation. And um, one, one simple tip, again, just kind of like waking dream. Uh, and th this is going to be obvious. Some of you have probably heard about this, but it's to do like reality checks. Uh, one of them can be like a gravity check where like throughout your day, you basically just like set an alarm on your clock for every hour where basically you just kind of like take a moment to jump and to see whether or not you fall back down. But the trick here, this is the, this is the difference, is the trick isn't just to jump and check whether or not you fall back down, but the trick is actually jump with the intention of flying. That way, so what happens in the dream is that like when you do that in a dream based on habit, you're actually going to start to fly because the belief is there. Whereas if you're just jumping to see whether or not gravity is still working, it's possible for you to jump in a dream and you would actually still just fall back down because that's the belief program that you're running. So again, it's like, we realize that again, going back to like metaphors of video games and everything like that, our beliefs run the program. So what your belief is 
orchestrates like how things unfold. Another thing can be is uh, kind of like what Brian is saying. Uh, there's a simple thing called like the finger stretch test where basically like throughout your day, you just like pull your finger. And the intention here is that you're trying to pull your finger with the intention of it stretching and kind of getting all weird and, and dreamy and stuff like that. You do that throughout the day. And obviously you're doing that. And you're just like, am I dreaming right now? And literally like asking that question, am I dreaming right now? Is this a dream? And you literally like pull your finger as you're doing this. And again, you're pulling your finger with the intention of it getting all weird. You're not just like pulling it to see like, okay, good. It's, it's normal. You're pulling it with the intention of it stretching. So that way in the dream, as you do that, you're like, whoa. And the weirdness of it will be like, boom, trigger. That will allow you to be aware that the fact that that is a dream. And again, there can be like all sorts of different ways that you can kind of play with this. Uh, again, you can just like even even imagine like having like a talisman in your pocket. And if you're able to like pull that talisman out, that can be like a trigger for you as well. Uh, I know one friend even just did something where like he would look at his shoes and, and in his dream, his shoes would be a different color than what they were in real life. And like that was a consistent trigger for him. Like he was literally able to go lucid just by looking at his feet and he would do this throughout the day. So again, the trick here is really just to get in the habit of doing these lucid dream like tests uh, regularly. Another simple one that I'll just give you is like every time you walk through a door, do one of these tests or every time you walk through the door, look up at the ceiling and check whether or not it's there. Like oftentimes within dreams, it's really weird. Like the, the, the structure of the room will be different. So it's like, it's like in dreams, it's like, it only renders what it needs to. It's like, oh, well, they're not going to look up. So we don't need to put a freaking ceiling and then you go into it in a dream and, and if you trigger yourself where you're walking through doors and you look up and you're just like is there a ceiling right now do that in a dream and eventually you'll look up and you'll be like okay clearly there's not like wait a second so use doorways as a way to be able to like have a prompt for a reality check throughout the day so again kind of just as a quick recap and i'm then going to pass it around uh to get any closing thoughts and then we're going to move into our meditation and thank you again everyone for being here and and, and i will just say honestly like for everybody being here literally by you being here is sending out the signal that you are interested in dreams so simply by you being here and then beginning to incorporate more of this into your regular practice is actually going to begin changing the the dynamics of your relationship with your dream space so just kind of like just allow that like that that like that in itself like that's an amazing thing just by you listening to this conversation you're going to start to allow yourself to become more engaged with your dreams so just ride that wave so just kind of um mm, 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 whoops kind of lost my train of thought there what was i going to say a second ago was there another practical tip i was going to hit upon i feel like <laughs> Oh no, there's something else I was totally going to say, but what it was, I forgot. Oh no, I forgot. Do you guys remember what I said a second ago before, before I was like talking about, um, just that that's okay. Okay. Well, we'll pass it. We'll pass it over to you guys for any closing thoughts. What was the last thing I was going to say? Um, weird. Okay. Anyways, that happens sometimes. <laughs> nonetheless all right this is okay. all just practice okay the last thing you were saying was like about like the rendering of the dream was that leading up to it i don't think so <laughs> no, i don't think so that's okay um it's all right there's there's a million more things that we'll always get a chance to talk about um that's okay okay any we'll just pass it to you guys and then if it comes back to me within the next moment that's fine and if not that's okay too so closing thoughts brian tyler any again just kind of like general thoughts or or just like you know words of just like gratitude for the team that's always appreciated as well and just like for the audience as well so uh anything you guys want to share by all means go ahead and and pump it up inspirational 
Definitely, definitely. Uh, massive gratitude for being part of this. Uh, massive gratitude for for being able to share my experiences, and because that's another way, like another tip, is don't be afraid to share your experiences. Don't be afraid of being weird. You know, uh, share, and and the more you share, and the more you accept it the more often it's going to be rewarded to you, the more often the universe is going to answer you and come to you. If you open those pathways up, you allow the chi, the energy, as I like to, you know, concentrate on chi, you allow that energy to flow through and you, you remove those blockages that are, are going to potentially stop you from being able to access those realms. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you again, Captain Panda. Appreciate you being here. Can I call you Captain Panda? Is that okay? <laughs> I like it. We're all captains. Yeah, using it in Discord, and I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm kind of with that. I'm kind of with that. I'm liking it. We're all captains amongst captains, so we're all captains. Captain Tyler, any closing thoughts? Go ahead. <laughs> Captain Vibe Shaman. Yeah. Yeah, Captain Vibe Shaman. Um, <laughs> I just want to say thank you to everybody watching. Thank you to you and, uh, you know, even our other team members that are not here. Uh, this has been great. I mean, I feel like exactly what you said about just putting that thought out there, just being here right now, definitely will bring, you know, growth to, you know, all of our dream hunting, if you want to put it that way. You know, uh, definitely a bunch of dream chasers here. You know, it's been great getting to know all you guys. Um, so looking forward to more. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you as well, man. And, and again, thank you to everybody here for sharing in the excitement and um, good news, everyone. I remember what I was going to say. It was actually something very simple. It was just a recap of uh, the kind of like the tips that we mentioned from earlier. So again, just a quick recap for, for everybody here for, for you to just be able to take the practicality from this. Okay. So in no particular order, uh, be aware of the following and integrate this to the best of your abilities. Cannabis use, limit it if you want to be able to remember your dreams. Dream journal, keep a dream journal near you and practice writing as soon as you wake up. Don't go to the bathroom first and come back. Remain in that degree of stillness when you wake up paying attention to your diet don't eat big meals before going to bed and i'll just kind of like throw in this general idea um in, in general i'm just going to like kind of branch here for a second think think of think of our body as kind of like a radar dish and and so what we want to do is we want to have like as clear a signal as possible so what i want you to do i want you to like get out your metaphysical mop and i want you to dust off your radar dish i want you to clean it up i want you to get all that gunk off of it and that gunk can be like can be kind of like your diet it can be your habits it could even be emotional stuff get as clear as possible and that's going to allow you to get even more clarity within your dreams uh other things that we were talking about reality checks that we were talking about you know just like the pulling the finger the jumping things like that um additional things uh that we hit upon is again community community is such an important thing talk about your dreams practice sharing them get in that habit and i will say is that again you know for everybody here the dream class that we're doing it is a monthly is a monthly class so we will be back here in a month and from here we'll talk we'll, we'll share experiences we'll just be like yo i've been integrating these practices here are my results and we'll continue to document this and literally by us sharing these experiences this is like us like chronicling the ongoing shift in consciousness so quick uh, quick little just like insight for everybody here before we move into our dream tree meditation our shared dream meditation for everybody here if you really enjoy this broadcast and you're just like yo i want to be able to connect deeper with this community you do have the option to be able to do that by going to paradigmshiftcentral.com 
following the signal you'll see what i mean when you go to the main page you'll see a little like prompt where it's like aloha like like it says like welcome dreamer we've been waiting for you answer that respond to that follow that story that will take you to the shifter pass application stage and apply pass and through there it gives you the opportunity to be able to connect with the paradigm shift central core team which is like our inner circle it's a small group of us that's growing slowly over time and within there that is where you get access to being able to join these broadcasts so you would be able to join in a month from now to be able to get on air with dream class as well as our other broadcasts the team circle in the month as well as well as private meetings as well as our private team discord chat where we have a shared dream log that we encourage people to use and much much more as well and if you want to even just support in general, be sure to check out the Patreon and you can support there with a monthly donation. So if you're just like, hey, like, you know, like, thanks, Brendan. I love what you're doing. Thanks, team. I love what you're doing. Let's keep increasing the signal. Let's keep getting the impact out there. Be sure to support on Patreon with a monthly donation. It can be $3, $5, $10. And you also get a 25% discount key for items at the Quest Item Shop, such as the Light Guardian Crystals, which you can check out here on screen. And again, check out the links down below in the bio. And also when you sign up for the patreon you also get entered into our raffle draw for our lightsaber giveaways that's right lightsaber giveaways and we'll be having those once we have passed our milestone of 200 supporters active supporters on patreon and right now we're floating at about 115 and so again huge shout out to everyone supporting us on patreon everyone in general who is just like here showing up and sh and simply listening whatever way you're supporting this it is all equally appreciated so thank you again so check the links down below either for the patreon single donations quest item shop or apply for your shifter pass and be sure to follow myself and more of us on instagram and you can find me at mystic spider-man and for the guys here go to the team map on the main website and you'll be able to see them listed you'll see it as brian panda and you'll see tyler there click those links and you'll be able to follow them to their instagram but you can also find them at ascended panda and also at vibe shaman and i'll put those into the show notes as well so thank you again everyone for being here and we'll move into our dream class uh, our, our dream meditation and um, just like quick side note for anybody here who's watching this like on Instagram in the future uh, please feel free to send me a DM and let me know that that you were tuned into this I always really appreciate being able to hear from you so moving into this uh, this broadcast is coming up on two hours oh, we might be able to finish it with under two hours let's see okay so let's make this a nice and short one and we're gonna wrap this broadcast up within two hours so quick context of what we're doing here we are bringing ourselves to the dream tree and I'm actually going to do a quick screen share so that you guys can see the image of what I am talking about. And with this visual on screen on the YouTube, you'll be able to get a better understanding of what it is that we're working towards. So for everybody here, I would just invite you to get nice and comfortable and we're going to move into this practice within the next moments. And again, the intention here is to be able to meditate our way to this shared common place, the dream tree, and to be able to return there within our dreams so that we can study, so that we can dance, so that we can celebrate, and so that we can continue to evolve as a team. So Brian, Tyler, if you guys even just wanna like turn off your cameras and just kinda get nice and cozy and get into your own comfortable private space, by all means, please feel free to do that. And I was just kind of like waiting here for the uh, Google thing to work so that I could show you guys the image, but it's just pinwheeling right now. So I'm not really going to wait on that, but I will just instruct you to just gently begin getting ready for your meditation. And we're going to shift things up right now. So gently begin just by closing your eyes and allow yourself to get nice and comfortable. 
find a place where you'll be able to maintain as much stillness as possible. When we are in a place of stillness, we allow our imagination to be focused. We allow our imagination to be rich. And that's what I want you to do as we move through this. I want you to be able to allow your senses to be as vivid as possible. With your eyes closed, gently connect with the breath. Gentle inhales through the nose. Gentle exhales through the nose or the mouth. Continue to breathe here and notice the shift in your body as you become more relaxed. Feel the inhale meet the exhale. Feel the exhale meet the inhale. Gently scanning the body as we allow ourselves to relax. Focusing your attention on your feet, your shins, and your knees. And gently allowing your feet, your shins, and your knees to relax. Moving our attention up to our thighs, up to our hips, up to our groin. And allowing our thighs, our hips, and our groin to gently relax. Bringing our awareness up to our torso, our chest, our back. Again, simply by thinking about it with the breath on the exhale, allowing our torso, our chest, and our back to relax. Moving our awareness into our shoulders, our arms, our hands. Allowing our shoulders, our arms, and our hands to gently relax. Completing with our neck, our face, our head. And slowly again with the breath, allowing our face, our neck, and our head to gently relax. Connecting with the breath here, gentle inhale, exhale. Allowing yourself to sink into the space of stillness. Slowly we'll begin by shifting ourselves into the realm of our imagination. I want you to imagine yourself standing in the middle of a field with the grass at waist height gently tickling the tips of your fingers feeling your feet in the grass and feeling the grass on the tips of your fingers even just grabbing a little blade rub it between your fingers focus on the texture allow yourself to become more in tune with the sensations of your environments taking a moment here to look around what you see in the distance is the dream tree and this dream tree is magnificent it is beautiful it can be as big or as regular size as you choose to imagine it and above this tree you see the paradigm shift sigil floating above it pulsating like a portal and again the paradigm shift central sigil if you're not totally familiar with it you can think of it as like a star or a compass and this sigil is pulsating out a wave, a signal inviting dreamers to this shared space, reflecting our common intention as a team to connect, grow, and expand. In this moment, <clears throat> as you gently begin to move towards the dream tree, rather than walking, gently imagine yourself floating, lifting your feet up out of the grass, and as you do this, you observe the sky and you notice that the sky itself is not just a normal sky, but it is in fact filled with stars like 
It is daytime, yet the sky is filled with the image of a nebula. Very dreamlike in this moment. As you feel yourself floating towards the tree, almost being pulled there from a point within your chest, gently feeling the, the gravity of it moving you towards it, like being in the stream, being in the current. You see other people around this tree. You see other people celebrating. You see other people in communion. You see people dancing. You see people doing yoga. Slowly you begin to arrive at this tree as you see the branches now overhead of you. And you look at this tree with detail. And you see it shining. You see it almost as if it is made up of both wood and crystal. And in this moment, what you are going to do is you are going to connect with the tree and pay very close attention to the exact moment when you make contact with it. Observing that when you do so with the tip of your finger, you feel the texture of it, yet also the connection. Seeing the dream tree not just as a tree, but almost as an extension of your own consciousness, a living entity. And so in this moment, gently place either one hand or two hands on the tree, or even if you choose to, allowing yourself to even hug the tree. <clears throat> and as you are in this moment of connection with the tree, breathe your intention into it. And as you do this, you crystallize the dream tree into this shared space. And as you breathe in, you breathe in the love and the compassion of the tree itself. Remain here as you continue to focus on this moment alone, knowing that with each breath, you literally breathe life into the tree. You create a connection with yourself in this space, and you also carve a path for you to be able to return to it. Focus on the feeling. Focus on the connection between yourself and the tree. Imagining this tree with its roots deep into the earth, deep into the crystal of this planet, and its branches extending into the realms above us. And you feeling the energy from below and above pulsating through your fingertips, pulsating through your arms, through your chest, through your heart, through your head, your third eye. Feeling your chakras opening and aligning with those of the tree. Continue to breathe here for the next few moments. Simply feeling the profound bliss of this space. And as you do this, you are reminded that you are surrounded by friends, surrounded by family. And when you are ready, gently begin to imagine yourself turning around with your back towards the tree and gently sitting down at the base of the tree in lotus position. And so now you feel the tree running up your spine, almost as if your spine is the tree connecting again into the roots, connecting again into the heavens, breathing here from your roots all the way up from your root to your crown 
exhale gently back down again all the way down past your lips your heart back to your roots feeling this toroidal field of both the tree and yourself continuing to be in this space continuing to be in this moment for the next little bit and if you wish to imagining yourself opening your eyes and just feeling the love of this space allowing yourself to be in the presence of the energy created here together by us as a team seeing faces in this space that you recognize familiar friends soul tribe focusing on the feeling the feeling is what will bring you back you already have the ability to follow your way back here create the path for yourself through the feelings in this moment and so breathe here just for a little bit more as we move close into concluding this simple meditation with the intention of knowing that at any point throughout your day at any point as you prepare to move into sleep that you can imagine this simple story this simple visualization continue to understand that there's a part of you on a multi-dimensional level that is still going to be at this tree now that you have arrived perhaps for the first time yet in a timeless state take a few moments here breathing in again as you breathe you literally breathe this tree into form the more that each of us focuses on it the more it actualizes and crystallizes into the shared dimension of the dream space gently imagine yourself closing your eyes feeling your heart feeling the tree running up your spine acknowledging the magic of the space as you acknowledge the magic within yourself Take a few more breaths here at your own pace. Set the intention to return here within your dreams, within your imagination. Continue to breathe gently. Inhale, exhale. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you. Take your time. beautiful thank you again so for everybody who's here again just very much take your time yes we are returning to Yidrasil the all tree the tree of trees the tree within our heart the tree that we are the dream tree it is one tree it is the same tree and for those of you on YouTube, you'll see the image now. So you can kind of reference that, allow that to be a symbol for you to be able to acknowledge what this dream tree looks like. And again, your version of the dream tree is going to look a little bit different. Make it as magical as you choose to see it. And hold that story, hold that image in your mind of seeing all of us gathered there. And this has happened. It has already happened. There have been people within the community who have made it there to the dream tree, who have had this experience. So yes, it is possible. This is beyond theory. This is an actual experience that you too can open yourself up to. And let us plant that seed so that we can continue to return there in the future, collectively, together. 
So that said, I'm just going to turn the screen share back off, take one more look at that image. Again, if you're looking for it again, just look at the promo image for this broadcast and you'll see it there. I'm just switching back to the camera. Beautiful. Tyler, Brian, thank you guys so much for being here again. We'll wrap up this broadcast in the next few minutes. I'd love to just be able to invite you guys on uh, for any just final closing words, final gratitude, and any just quick uh, experiences that you want to share with that very short meditation, if you would like to, fully optional. So if either of you guys want to jump in on microphone, please feel free to do that. And if anybody on the YouTube wants to jump in in the comments, let us know how was that experience for you. Please feel free to do that. And again, if you find yourself arriving at the dream tree within your dreams, please let us know. Comment me, you know, leave a comment on the future in YouTube and uh, message me on Instagram, wherever works. Conscious connection in the dream space is very powerful, says Arita. Arita, thank you. Thank you as well. Brian, go ahead. Your mic's open. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I love having that space. I love having that visualization. I love having that tree. And I hope to see all of you that are listening there again man let's let's make this happen let's bring it into our reality and thank you for for doing this and thank you for hosting it man awesome awesome thank you as well man and yeah like again right like just think like in the same way we're meeting up here through the power of the the internet we can also meet meet up there through the power of the internet the idranet so let's do that together as a team and we can have like dance parties and you know we can do like 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 massage circles and and just like have discussions and meditations and practice our our like element bending and activate our avatars all sorts of fun stuff so tyler any uh just if you want to any closing thoughts gratitude by all means go ahead brother thank you oh that was a great meditation i was able to put some really powerful imagery to that and i'm certain eventually i'll be able to reach that tree and i'm hoping tonight but uh well you know it's gonna be a process for sure definitely definitely the seed is the seed is planted the seed is definitely planted so again for everybody here i really encourage you to kind of like practice bringing that that thought that imagination that story like into your mind just allow yourself to daydream there like if you're just finding yourself with you got some free time you're meditating practice going there just in your meditation by yourself and then again, as you're falling asleep, you can kind of imagine that. So literally, as you're falling asleep, start off in the field, touch the grass, bring in your senses, feel the environment, float towards the tree, connect with the tree, create that story. And you can actually kind of like sink right into it within your dreams. So I'm looking forward to being able to, again, embody embody the practice so that we can continue to show up there together as well. So thank you, everyone. So with that said, we are going to conclude this broadcast. Much love to everybody who's listening to this. If you're watching this broadcast in the future, please feel free to drop some 1111s in the comments on either YouTube or Instagram. We'll upload it to both. Be sure to check out more of the past broadcasts at Paradigm Shift Radio on iTunes and ParadigmShiftCentral.com. You can find all of the previous recordings there on MP3 and YouTube. And also, what was it? Oh, yeah, and you can you literally just like youtube dream class skull babylon on youtube to find like the playlist that's one way to do it and again there's like 24 past episodes that you can check out as well and join us again in a month from now for dream class and join us again next week for another broadcast by paradigm shift it's going to be another episode of leading the shift which is our new podcast series interviewing some amazing people within the community so as i said thank you so much everyone for being here 
This has been another broadcast through ParadigmShiftCentral.com. Be sure to check out the Patreon. Sign up to support with a monthly donation when you can. Go to ParadigmShiftCentral.com. Join the game. Follow the signal. Subscribe and apply for your shifter application if you would like to be able to connect deeper with the core team. And be sure to follow us on Instagram as well. And we do have a new Instagram at ParadigmShiftCentral96 on Instagram there. So as I said... I am happy to be here. I am honored to be here. I know that what we're doing here is making a very, very, we're sending out a very, very powerful signal. So please share this broadcast with your friends and invite them to be able to tune in for future broadcasts of this and much more through Paradigm Shift. So until next time, my name is Brendan, aka Wolf Shield. It is, it is, it is a privilege and opportunity and with deep purpose for us to be able to be here. So keep dreaming, keep waking up and keep it shifty. Until next time, Tyler, Brian, join me in saying farewell to everyone here as we wish them well, and we'll see you at the Dream Tree. So until next time, everyone, we love you guys. Take care. Much love. Much love. Awesome. Sweet. All right. Thanks again, everyone. shout out to our friend Danny Leonardo whose music is featured at the beginning and outro of this episode be sure to check out more of her information more of her music by following the links in the YouTube video thank you Danny Mm